Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Dogbone Podcast. Today we're sharing with you everything staking out your puppy. This uh, audio clip is actually from our puppy video that we offer in DVD and digital download on our website. Just a real good, concise nugget for you. Give you everything on the hows and whys of staking out puppies. We hope you enjoy it. I'd like to start working on heel work. We talked about recall and we talked about outside having dogs that we want to take advantage of them when they're little and don't want to be away from us, they want to be with us. We use that to our advantage to get dogs to recall and come to us. Pretty soon this little guy here is going to say, nah, I'm not so interested in always being with you and I'm going to be able to go out on my own. Well, when that happens, we have to do something during that period of time where recall needs to be reinforced and built a little bit stronger. That's a little bit more formal foundation work down the road. To get there, I have to be able to put a lead on the dog. When I say a lead, I mean like a leash. And so when I run into that problem with these dogs, I will put them on a leash and I'll physically take them out to go to the bathroom, I'll bring them back in, I'll have them under control all the time. So I need to prep for that because I don't want to just go from never having a dog on a leash or collar before to all of a sudden having to absolutely have to have them on it because there's a process to get them comfortable with that. And so prior to doing any heel work, I stress a lot of emphasis on the idea of good heel work. And by heel work, I mean a dog in heel position, which means they walk next to me, no pulling, no, no getting out too far, no lagging behind. I don't wanna use leashes and leads as, as a steering wheel. I want it to be loose and free, but it's this process of heel. And prior to being able to do it, I really have to go through this tying out. Tying out is simply the process that teaches these pups to teach themselves to give the pressure to the neck, which is gonna help me down the road when we get into more formal foundation work in heel. But how do we do that? And I like to take advantage of it when they're early if possible. So in this case, with this little pup, I know he hasn't been tied out yet. And so we're gonna do it for the first time here. And we're gonna see how he reacts. Now normally, we get these little pups, we tie them out. The reason we do it is we put a stake in the ground. Now today is a beautiful day. It's upper 40s, pushing 50 degrees, best day of the year, first day of the year that I've been able to do this outside. I'm gonna show you some ways that we can be creative and, and replicate the process if we can't get outside, but today we're gonna. But I put this stake down in the ground and I have a short cable. I use a steel cable. It's something that they can't chew through. They have less, it's, they have a tendency less chewing on this steel cable than they would if it was a, a cloth or a cotton type uh, lead or nylon. So I put the stake in the ground and I let the pup start figuring out that when it pulls, it creates pressure on its neck. That hurts. How do I turn that pressure off is I get closer to the stake or the object that's anchoring me down. These dogs are real smart and will figure out that when they pull on something, the way to turn the pressure off is just get back to the object that's anchoring them. Now to start out with, it's gonna be uncomfortable and they're not gonna like it. They fuss, they bark, they whine. So when I put this pup down, I stake it down on the ground, 
I'm going to use a flat nylon collar just like this. I'm not going to use any type of slip chain, slip collars. We use those for heel work. We don't use them for tie outs. But when I put this little pup on with a flat nylon collar, what I'm going to end up doing is clipping the collar to the, the short cable and I go six to ten feet max. Then I'm going to leave. I don't want to be standing there because I'm too tempting, I'm too distracting, and the, pu the pup's going to fuss and fight and not want to settle in. Now I've done this with some dogs that settle in in a matter of minutes. I've done some that fight it for hours. It's the same as that pup that wants to fight it when we're holding them to feed them and get them steady. If we give in at the wrong time and let them off of this, they will fuss, bark, and whine that much harder next time because they know what got them off. So what we really need to do is we have to let them fight this out. We have to let them realize the more they fuss and fight doesn't get them what they want. But as soon as they settle, we're going to come back out, take them off, and tell them how good they are. Now, the way I do it is I like to set these places up where I can see them from another room or through a window where they don't necessarily know I'm there to distract them. But I'm able to watch in case anything goes wrong. I can get out to them quickly. But as soon as that change in behavior happens, I can get there and reward him for it. So let me take this little pup here. I'm gonna set, set him back down, clip back the collar, and then what I'm gonna do is grab the, the loop, clip this on. You can see it's, this is about eight foot, I think, and it's as long as I want it. And now I'm gonna leave, and we're gonna read this dog's body language. And we're just gonna see, because I've seen some run hard, I've seen some just about trip themselves, and you can see the initial reaction here is fight it. Now, we're gonna leave this pup here and let him figure out that the best way to turn the pressure off to the neck is to not pull. You see how he's got it tight right now? He's, he is almost paralyzed right now because he's going, this doesn't feel good. Now he's gonna fight it. until he realizes, man, the best way to get this thing to not feel pressure on my neck is to go back closer to the stake. So this is part of it. It's, it's real easy for me to be able to watch. It's a, this is the hard part. This is the part that takes a lot of time. It's a lot like me holding on to that little puppy before to feed it. Who will give in first? It was way easier for me to set the pup down and let him eat. That's what he wanted to do. This little guy out here, he's tired of being tied out. He's ready to come in or do something different. If I can't stand the sound of him fighting it and I don't let him figure it out on his own, the best way to get off of this thing is I have to change my behavior. And the behavior is stop barking, stop whining, stop pulling so that it doesn't feel good. Just settle in, sit down, be quiet, lay down, whatever you want to do, just don't fuss. As soon as he does that, I'm over here watching, and I'll be right out there to reward him and give him what he wants. But he's gonna have to earn it, and this is the part that takes time. It's not complicated, it's not difficult, it's not hard, but it definitely takes time. The longer you wait to do this, the harder it is, because you're forming other habits that you then have to train out. We don't wanna train habits in that we gotta train out later. It takes a lot longer. So the earlier I can start this, the more consistent I am with it, the easier the right habits form goes back to that repetition, consistency, form a habit. So I'll wait it out with him. And this is his first time. 
I'll wait it out for him, and as soon as he changes his behavior, I'll reward him. I'll be right out there to tell him how good he is, and I'll let him off. I don't know exactly how long that took, but it took a while. Similar to when we had that pup in the kitchen and we were doing the feeding drill. That took a while, probably 25, 30 minutes at least. But it, once he realized that him fighting it just wasn't going to get him off, he kind of gave in to that pressure on that neck because it was uncomfortable. And you could see while I was watching him inside, every time he pulled, he'd get so much tension on his neck, he'd spin around almost like something was biting at him. And he realized after a while of doing that, the best way for that to not happen was don't pull. Now, substitute that stake for me later down the road when I've got the end of the leash. This little pup's gonna go right back to these moments and figure out the best way for me to stop that pressure on the neck is gonna be go back towards whatever it was, which at that point it's me. So I'm really just laying some groundwork with tying out these dogs for my heel work and my heel training, but I'm also teaching them that when they get tied out, they have to be patient, they have to be quiet, they have to be steady. They don't get rewarded for fussing and fighting. They do get rewarded when they finally settle down. And this is exhausting to him. He, he, this is something that both physically and mentally wears them down. And the earlier you can do it, the better off you are.